All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Final Four in Houston, Texas. Joe Wade Formicola, along with Tim Ferruzzi and Stephen Clip, will bring you all the action of the Final Four. I saw I throw somebody for a loop there. What do you think, guys? Yeah. All right. It's Handy Hel- It's uh, Handy Helpers. Tim Ferruzzi's with us. Stephen Click, uh, Clip, the architect from uh, Chapel Hill, is here. It's making your home great every Saturday at two o'clock. Good to have you guys with us, man. Yeah, glad to be here. All right. Thank now, you. listen. I got to tell you something. Uh, it's getting that time of the year. I know you've been busy, uh, Tim. What are some of the things you've seen out there last week? Oh, uh, we. By the way, that neighbor of mine, did, uh, the the one, yeah. did, was she nice? Did she think Very I nice. did she like me or did yeah. she couldn't stand my guts? No, she liked you. Oh, good. She and I wouldn't close. tell you if she didn't. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, <laughs> no, she did like you. She's from Michigan, like I am. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What's we, going we on? We had a lot in common. We we had a good conversation. Very good. She's an interesting lady. Uh, well, um, looked at a log home in Chapel Hill. Wait a minute. That's um, right up picked, Stephen Clips yeah, alley. Do you do log up. homes? Uh, I do, but not many of them because there, there aren't many They're of them rare, around yeah, here. Around here, yeah. Out in the mountains, I'll see more of them. Yeah. So we're doing a log. We're going to be doing putting in, taking out a twin window, putting in a uh, patio door there, and also soundproofing the ceiling in that particular room from the room upstairs. So we're going to put in some spray foam. So you and- just start the chainsaw and <laughs> cut some well, can, logs, can I ask you guys? Like it's that. making your home great, by the way, right here. WPTF. Tim Peruzzi, Stephen Clip. What I mean, what is a log? It's not really logs anymore, is it? I mean, sure, what, it's logs. Yeah, it's a real log. So, what's the it's, the front and what's inside? I mean, is it they just can just be the log? Really, inside and out. the The log is uh, eight, ten, twelve inches of wood, and then in between, you nowadays usually they flatten two sides of That's the right. log, yep, so that they sit flat on top of each other, oh, and you okay. insulate in between them. Gotcha. I mean, they, they look cool up. to me. Yeah, the whole I think wood the, thing. I think the faces yeah. of them are flattened as well, and they seem to have some kind of a mortar, maybe not a typical mortar, but a kind of a grout mortar mm-hmm. in between. <laughs> These logs are five and a quarter, so I'd measure those because of the door installed. We're going to have to extend them just a tad. So you're going to put a window, you're going to cut through the log? Take, yeah, we're going to take the twin window out, cut down to the floor. and, and Which is in. really a super easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I talk to people all the time especially if you do with spec houses mm-hmm. the they try to cut every hundred dollars they can which means everywhere you won't notice the, the window is missing the window is missing in a, in a, in a spec home you mean yes so a spec home is those homes they built so we can look at it if you want this style or that yes style. and oh. they're pre-built by the builder okay. and gotcha. he's trying to cut every hundred dollars he can so you walk into a, a, a bedroom, but any room should have windows on two walls. Mm-hmm. The windows are only on the back of the God, We're learning wall. stuff. This show's an education, ladies and gentlemen. Don't pay attention to that man behind the curtain. We have the real story right here. That's amazing, man, that, you, that they do that. But what's amazing is, you know, you think, oh, well, I walk in and say, well, you need a window in the side wall. <laughs> you need windows on two walls. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh my God, this is you know this is a really tough thing to do and a big job. No, you just take a saw, cut the opening, mm-hmm. pop the window in. That's mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Tim, is it pretty easy? To it's do a little bit you? more involved than that, but it's somewhat simple. It so, is. I yeah. mean, it's something yeah. that you guys do. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, regularly. It's like taking out the tonsils. And this particular job, do this all the time. This particular job, she wanted blinds in between the thermal windows, and she wanted the fiberglass door instead of the metal door, which I recommended as well. 
So, uh, and then we're going to do spray polyfoam in the ceiling with the an ins- with a sure. drywall to get her some soundproofing. And this is in the Raleigh area. It's or? in Chapel Hill, and we also have another job in Chapel Hill. Oh man, that's um, Clips territory. Right there on the hill. Uh, well, I I'll, the name I'll go to Raleigh too. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I know, but I mean you know you know, you know you're up there and. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be taking out a, a triple window on this person's house. The house was built in the 30s, stucco, probably mm-hmm. the ridge, probably block, and uh, they just these windows were probably put in in the 80s. Wait, what's a down. triple window? Well, I mean, there's just three windows next yeah. to each other? Yeah, okay. yeah the, the center one's a picture, and the two sides on either side are uh, casements. So they were put in in the 80s. They're an old Geico window or something. Something very similar sure. to Anderson. We're taking that out and putting another one back in and – um, picked up a room addition and carry. Oh, those are big. And um, uh, started on a basement job this week. Ooh, basement yeah. remodeling job. In oh, dur- remodeling. In, in You're Durham. not digging. Oh. Okay. No, it was uh, the rough plumbing was generally there, and mm-hmm. a lot of the electrical. We just come in oh, and some big jobs. We uh, waterproof the uh, the walls. And I like well, you saying that because it kind of gives everybody an idea of all the different kinds of things handy helpers can do. Mm-hmm. Mr. Clip. Oh, I've. Much the same thing. Actually, the neatest one I met with this week was a couple who lived in a very large house, and they're now getting on in age. They want to simplify and downsize. So it's how can you get all of the really elegant things they had in their you know, huge house into about 2,000 square feet? Mm-hmm. And that is a – you can do it. You can get – just as nice of a feel, especially in the master bedroom, the kitchen. You can still have your dining space mm-hmm. where you can enlarge it so you have 10 or 12 people. So this are they going to move? They're going to move. Okay. They're just, after a while, you know, 5,000 square feet is just a whole lot to maintain. Mm-hmm. So you can move down and you can make a field just so as good. your job explain what your job is in this now she's got 5000 square feet of stuff in her house yes yeah, and she she doesn't want to keep it all no 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 and that's that's a whole other thing how you declutter and get rid of that stuff right that is uh, are uh, you going through each piece with her i mean she'll have some no no stuff, what i'm she? doing what i'm doing is she's bought a new house that in a very tight community and wants to have the same feel that she had in the big house mm-hmm. in this small house. And you can do it. You just don't have six bedrooms and you don't have, you know, five bathrooms. Well, I mean, I'll explain that because paint the picture for us listening here on WPTF. I mean, it's an interesting concept, but we're on the radio. Can you kind of frame this a little bit and give us some examples of how do you have the same feel? I mean, we're going to have the same colors. I mean... Well, no, it's the same size. So you really live in about four rooms in your house. Okay. You live in the kitchen, the main dining space, the main living space, and the master bedroom. So if those four spaces can be the same as what you are leaving, Mm -hmm. everything else can disappear or it can be small. It doesn't matter. But once you're used to living in, you know, a very nice master bedroom, once you're used to a a big master bath with the tub and the the large shower, these things, those are hard to give up. You you don't have to. I see these people uh, moving into these tiny homes. Yes. I'm thinking, there is no way. 
You'd, you'd have to be uh, – <laughs> I'd go store crazy. Well, you'd definitely have to like your partner to move into one of those. I'd have to like myself to be in one of those. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, Tim, and you know this, space doesn't necessarily cost you much more. Yeah. So if you're doing an addition <clears throat> and you do 200 square foot, add a room that's 200 square feet, well, you add a room that's 300 square feet, it's 50% more space. It's not 50% more cost. Mm-hmm. It may only be 20% more cost mm-hmm. to, to do that. So don't be afraid of space. But at the same time, most people <clears throat> don't need 5,000 square feet. No, if there are two people, and like you said, they probably weren't even living in it anyway. You know what I mean? It's just it's They just live in four the, rooms out of the 12. That's right. I mean, it, it's interesting that I like the, the way you framed it as the same feel. You know, because I think that is important. I mean, I think we all want to downsize a little bit and, you know, but have that same feel that we're accustomed to. And uh, and you can do that by redesigning the house that she's got. I just did my house. I moved from 4,400 square feet to 2,200. Half my main room is just as big and maybe even nicer than the old one. My master bedroom is just as big and my master bath is beautiful. There you have it. How big is your, if you don't mind, you don't have to share. Uh, over five. Oh, he's one of those guys. But you know, I've got he's six got kids. kids. Oh, I've got, got six kids. I know you do. I know you And I want to have the house for a long time so the kids can come home on holidays. Um, you know what? And they will. Holidays. And, and, they're going to come home yeah. and live back with Well, I don't know about that. Making your home great. Tim Ferruzzi, Handy Helpers right here. Stephen Clip. More with Making Your Home Great. WPTF. Just letting it all hang out. She's our friend. Making your home great, WPTF. Tim, the Rock Ferruzzi from Andy Elvers. I can get anything done. Ferruzzi, doesn't matter. I'll do it. Stephen Clip, the architect. Many awards. He just got another one last week from a group in Virginia. So the awards are growing for the architect from Chapel Hill, Mr. Stephen Clip. We're making homes great. We're in some really interesting conversations right now. They're kind of sharing some of the things that uh, they did in the last couple of weeks. And I love the one where Clip is going to make... Uh, uh, a 5,000 square foot uh, home into a 22 with the same feel. And you're doing basements. You're doing what the addition you're doing? What is it, a bedroom or a bathroom or what? Well, this is the one I mentioned uh, last week. It's the exercise room. I think that people want to exercise. 16 by 16 exercise room with nine foot ceiling that tapers up to 12 foot so they can. Throw a basketball? The, no, put the barbells over their head. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait, 16 wait. by 16 with a nine foot. Well, of course, basketball. And this is yeah. this is above finished floor, so nine foot at the low end. It's just going to be a lean style with some transoms at the top. Sure. And uh, 12 foot at the uh, the top part. Do you have to do anything on the floor because we're going to put in some heavy equipment? Probably put hardwood floors in, pre finished hardwood floors, and they're probably going to put some matting down, some rubber matting. You do those there. exercise rooms, Clint? Oh, sure, all the time. Uh, why wouldn't you just put down a rubber mat on the whole thing? They wanted hardwood floor. so that, The that, customer is always right. That's what they wanted. That's what they got. <laughs> no, no. What you do is I you talk give to the them customer. About VLT. I talked to them about VLT, vinyl luxury tile, mm-hmm. the planks. No, hardwood floor. No, no. I, I get that. They don't that. want to exercise. They just want to show people they have an exercise room. Why don't you come into my exercise room? Well, I think these people are actually going to use it. Okay, so they're buffed. All you have to do is drop drop a couple of barbells on it, and (laughs) it will start to look pleasantly beat up. 
Yeah, just drop a few on the hardwood floor. Yeah, see, we missed a few right there. That's interesting. You know, it's great talking to you guys because different people, people want certain things. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's what it's all about. I mean, you buy something. Remember that guy we had calling, uh, you know, he had this problem. They wanted to do this and was going to paint. wonder if you, if he's listening, let us know what you decided to do, whether to paint the, or, you know, just. Or the, the wallpaper, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, let us know what happened with that. What else has been uh, on your mind, Cliff? What's, uh, what are the people hitting you it's for? It's just, well, some very simple things. I've had someone this week talk to me simply about how to adjust her kitchen. I mean, some people I deal with have $2 million homes. But some people have $100,000 homes, and they still need advice. And well, we you, all do. I mean, just whether we're living in a tent or a mansion. I mean, Sure. How do you adjust your kitchen, and how do you open it up without spending much money? Well, that's a good question. Now, where we lived in Michigan, we had the kitchen was facing the back of the house, okay, you know, the yard or whatever. We had an acre. You go out that way, <laughs> I mean, because there was nothing there. Well, but that's expensive. I mean, anytime Tim, you oh, know, so when you add, on. you add space to the house, you're you're talking about a lot of money. Whether you're adding, if you just pop out two feet, mm-hmm. it costs a whole lot of money. It costs as much as coming out fifteen 10 feet. feet. Yeah, because of the foundation. all the minimums. I mean, you're yeah, still correct. doing all the work. Yeah, the and foundations, the roof, the and trades, all, all the, the you're still doing all the trades, and you're still buying all of the windows. Yep. And one of the big things, whenever you do an addition, is the cost of windows and doors. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do inside? I mean, what if you're you have a small kitchen and there's uh, a wall that I know you're going to knock down into a small dining room or a family room? You you open up one space into another. You get rid of the <laughs> barriers. A lot of the old kitchens done in the '70s and '80s. They had this these cabinets, upper cabinets that hung down from the ceiling between the kitchen and the breakfast area. Get yeah, rid of all of that stuff. Open it up. You can actually get rid of most of your upper cabinets. The I know there's a lot of women screaming, no, no. Yeah, that's where we keep stuff. But the up truth there. is that you use six feet of upper cabinet space. For yeah, when your I think actual about, functional kitchen. It's interesting because when I think about my upper cabinets. Uh, you're right. Um, you they're, use, they're somewhat util- unutilized. Well, three feet are your everyday dishes, mm-hmm. and three feet are your oils and your cooking stuff. Well, you mean the upper, you know, the cabinets like, you know, like we have in my house, you've been there. I yeah. mean, I mean yes. so, but every one of ours are full. I mean, you don't have them all you, full. You fill them up. Yeah, but they're just full you, of stuff that's not necessary. Yeah, she's uh, got flour and uh, sugar. Yeah, 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 if we can find well, a pantry somewhere to to put that stuff. But the whole trend in kitchens is to get rid of upper cabinets. Either we're opening up the space to the, the family room or we're op- opening up bigger windows. I would far rather stand in front of my sink doing the dishes and have six feet of window in front of me rather than two feet of window and a bunch of cabinets. Yep. Yeah, we kind of look into, uh, you know, it was really a bad design or my house there's a pantry with no light in it. We have to get a flashlight to look around for the mm-hmm. cashews that are in there. Mm-hmm. Who designed? Who did that? I want their names. Yeah, a builder trying to save a few dollars. Well, how much money can you save by putting a light fixture in there? 
I mean, uh, about my, fifty dollars. Yeah, 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 fifty up front. Yeah. It's so stupid. I had an electrician come over so to my buddy of mine. Spend, now you're gonna spend four fifty. No, I'm to not get gonna it do it. He said I could have done it if this if the plate was on this wall, but it's yeah. over there. I got to go up there. He said, so forget it. Use you, the flashlight. But what you could do now is see. Now we have LED lights. Yeah. LEDs take very little power, which means that you can get a battery operated motion detecting LED that comes on when you open the door. And that battery will last for a long time. It may last for a year per battery. Really? And it just, you know, it where, just, where do I get this, Ferruzzi? Where do I find this uh, motion detector light? Where do I get it, Clip? Uh, Lowe's, Home Depot? Lowe's, Home Depot, any of the. I mean, but is it for inside or is it an outside thing? For They have them for both. Yep. But it's really because we now have LEDs. Yeah. And they use so What does LED power. stand for? We all know what it is. But light emitting diode. Thank you very so much. I've always wondered that electricity was a light. hits this little disc of I it's think a it's semi, silicone. It's a, it's a semiconductor and, of sorts, right? Yeah. And, and it, it causes it, it to burst into light. And it's later. naturally blue, I think, but they're able to change it. They've been able to create the technology to make it what we need it, which is white, I guess. Remember? And the big developer of this is here in yeah, uh, Durham, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Research Triangle Park. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the center of the whole change yeah. in lighting. And I think the ballast is actually built into the bulb itself. Cree. Yes. It? It's Cree. 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 Now, you know, you said it's blue. You ever seen, like, <clears throat> the Mercedes cars' headlights are bluish? Hmm. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, those distracting lights behind yeah, you. That, yeah, because yeah. we know that they're Mercedes and they're arrogant and they have a lot of money. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Make it your home great. Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. Stephen Clift, the architect yeah. from Joe, uh, Joe, Joe has three Mercedes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Four or five, <laughs> yeah. I uh, just, uh, yeah, I, I keep them everywhere, you know, just in case. What else is happening? Tell us about, is there any well, new thing? Well, this weekend, you know, right now we've got a little booth set up in the Triangle Town Center up in North Raleigh. Well, there we want to know There's about it. There's a little tiny home show going on in the mall in the Triangle Town Center up there. And uh, I don't know how many booths were there, but we're there right in front of R- mm-hmm. Rue 21, R-U-E 21. Anybody mm-hmm. wants to go by and get a brochure and uh, talk to our assistants, find out more about us. And there's a little raffle going on, $200 worth of free service. If there you, you have it from AndyElpers.com. And, of course, we got the uh, the big home show next weekend. And now, southern, where's this one going to be? The Southern Ideal Home Show in, um, at the fairgrounds. Okay, and you're going to be out there. The Jim Graham building, yep. Okay, yep. so you got a little thing going on this weekend that's today and tomorrow, Triangle Town Center mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. and there's a little home show going on. You have a booth, and you, yeah, it's manned and or staffed. Yeah, yeah. I don't say manned anymore because women. Yeah, women. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, what kind of a male chauvinist peg am I anyway? That's enough. But that's going on. Okay. Mr. Clip, you got any interesting things planned in the future that are on your agenda that uh, would induce some interest that you want to share with us? <laughs> that's pretty good, wasn't it, for community college, man? It is. My mind goes blank. There's uh, It's just a whole lot of uh, phone calls. Do you calls. Deal, people, kind of deal in the same kind of a about, genre? I mean, the oh, same, I do. The I same do. kind I've of got, a world? I've got three projects right now converting decks. There you, what the, but that's what people want. That's what people and want. It's a straightforward thing. Well, let's hold on to that thought under. because I want to find out a little bit more about that. Stephen Clip, the architect from Chapel Hill, the one, the only Tim, the Rock Ferruzzi with Andy Helpers, a Highland Roofing Company, and assorted other companies. We'll be back with more on Making Your Home Great, WPTF.
We're making your home great. Welcome back. Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com, Stephen Clip, architect from Chapel Hill. We're making your home great every Saturday at 2 o'clock. WPTF. All right. It's an interesting thing, taking a deck, and Tim's talked about this a lot, and, and he does a lot of that. You take a deck and you make it into either screened or you're doing Florida rooms. That's right, a lot right. of work, and, and that's, that's a lot right. of money because underneath the deck is dirt, and then little cares? bugs come up. No, who cares? You put in, you seal, you, if it's an interior room, yeah. it has to be insulated and right. sealed. So who cares what's underneath? Yeah, but how do you? And I want, my question is: give give us the the what what happens here? Do these already have roofs? No. Okay. So Some, this is a big job. Conversion of screen porch mm-hmm. into sunroom, mm-hmm. but more often I find this conversion of a deck straight into a sunroom. All right. Room. Explain how this is. We're going to do this. Well, the foundation is all there, so the foundation, the structure for a deck is just as strong as the structure for, you know, a room. And now you have to check that because mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes sometimes, not, yeah. sometimes the structure isn't even adequate for the deck that's there. But then all you do is you build on top of that deck and up put a roof on it and you have to insulate. But you've got all the floor joists there. You put insulation in between the floor joists. You put something underneath to protect it from the ground underneath it. And then you put a floor on top. What do you put underneath there? Because you're into that. A vapor barrier. You can just do something simple as a six mil plastic. You really? can You can do that. You can do, uh, right, I like more of the house wrap type mm-hmm. thing. Because you, you're one Oh, you're talking like as a belly cloth or are you talking about on the actual. Um, uh, as a, as a belly dirt. cloth. Oh, a belly under. cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you're, one of your companies now is that moisture. The dry sealed crawl space, yeah. And that, that would play play within that deck. Well, not as much. No. no, this is a much simpler process he's talking about. Okay, so we do that. Now we gotta we gotta put uh, and now you've got a walls. platform. Yeah, you've got a floor. So you just build up the walls and ceiling and now these the eight roof. by eights or are these on piers? What are they on now? Typically, they're on piers. Yeah, yeah. If they're, they're on piers, they're usually good. And the the structure is fine. You just start from there and work up, and that saves you oh at least five thousand dollars over at least that maybe ten thousand over ripping off the deck. Mm-hmm. And then starting new building. But you're doing a Florida room, so there's a lot of glass, okay, windows. All and glass, it, as much glass as you can put and on it. Is, and that's expensive, right? Well, that's half the cost of the, the project is the glass. Now, I mean, how thick is this glass? I mean, it, Well, it's all insulated. All glass now, all windows have to meet a code, and every three years they keep up, upgrading this code. So it's very stringent. Any glass you buy has to meet these really tough standards. And doesn't matter what you buy, whether you buy the cheapest ones or the most expensive. Yeah, the energy They codes. meet those energy code. Are they tinted, the, the windows? Are they tinted? Oh, you can get uh, low E. You can get, you know, argon. You can get them tinted. You would would you want them tinted in a Florida room? Well, the discussion is whether you get the low E or whether you have clear glass. If your goal is to get the most sun in in the winter, you have clear glass. If your goal is to get some sun in, but also to protect it and to be warmer or cooler in the summer, then you have the low E. I don't know what I would do because we're awful hot around here. You know, a phenomenon I've just seen, not talking about energy, but talking about windows. I've gone to quite a few properties in the last six months where 
the neighbor's window or front storm door is creating a magnifying glass oh, in the sun that and strange? melting siding. You see it in townhouse. Oh, wait a minute. Explain. Start that over again, well, you know people. You, turn your volume up. Listen carefully here. You know how this, you can take a magnifying yeah, glass and right. fry an ant or whatever? Uh, yeah. Well, this is what's you, happening. I know what he did in his youth. <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> no, so. come on. You're killing ants and all the time. No, uh, burning paper. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, what I've seen with these townhomes, these cluster uh, facilities, you've got the sun comes in, it hits these windows, hits these storm doors, and, and reflects off, and it's The it's window melting. is six feet away from yep. the sidewall of the townhouse next to it. I've seen one across the street. Really? It was so strong. Melted but 20 feet the low e, the low E creates a slight mag, uh, mirror effect to the window, so the, the sun hits it, bounces back, and hits the wall on the other side, and it intensifies it. And you will see the vinyl siding yep. warped. Well, and I think some of these. Is, well, who's, uh, who's liable I think for something ha- like that? Well, I think what's happening is if you look at the vinyl siding that's being affected, it's the thinnest wall stuff you can buy. And, and this what goes back go. to what the, yeah. they're trying here to save a hundred dollars yeah, here, here we and go. there, fifty bucks. Yeah. I don't have a light. In but my I'm page. seeing a lot of it. I've seen at least a dozen of them in the last six months. And the question is, do you fix it or not? In many ways. Well, there were there, some of these guys are, are putting screens up as a solution, possible mm-hmm. screens, or they're tinting, you know, putting like a, a tent on the outside. Well, I'm thinking of the vinyl siding. It will warp, but if it doesn't break the uh, water barrier. Yeah, I think it's more of an then aesthetic it would be thing. Fine. It'd be yeah. an aesthetic thing. It's more of an aesthetic thing. And the and only it looks pe- like it- person who can see it is the guy in the house next door whose windows are causing it. What? <laughs> let me let, let me ask you a quick question here because um, although this is doesn't have with with home improvement, you have a townhouse and a condo. Is it the condo that you only own in inside it, and is the townhouse you own the outside and the inside? The condo you own inside it. Only? Yeah, only. Mm-hmm. Inside the walls. Okay. In the townhouse, you can own both. The, the townhouse, thing. you own the outside. And, okay. But the association typically handles all outside maintenance. Yeah. Well, for, he, for my mother-in-law's, we, had, we owned one in Kerry, and we had to call them to patch up this. I was just wondering about that because, you know, because you really, if, you, if it's a condo, you can't really touch anything. You can't put in a window or well, anything. Well, mostly condos are uh, flats. So if you've got a three-story building with each level one apartment, those mm-hmm. could be condos. Mm-hmm. If you've got townhouses or you own the first, second, third floors, your yeah. house, those are townhouses. I just want to say that, I mean, it's hard to do some work in that. Go ahead, Tim. But that was interesting what you said about them creating a magnifying glass and, you know, just – you see. Wrecking a guy's starting a guy's house on fire across the street, you know. So I looked at a project this week that was uh, interesting. She wants to basically create outdoor living in her in her backyard. Okay, and she's in Cary, and a uh, lot of flagstone. She wants to do some natural flagstone areas, some pathways that have the little pebbles there, just laid in sand, mm-hmm. dig out a little bit, and then she wants to create this massive nine hundred to eleven hundred square foot. Flagstone patio. You can spend a lot of money. Yeah. Well, she's that trying. patio is going to run probably forty dollars a square foot. Yeah. yeah. I'm by on the your time website, uh, Handy Helpers, and there's a real nice photograph of this yeah. stone so, and so, stuff. So this uh, this particular thing, she wants to also take out her existing ten by sixteen deck and and then build up a a uh, concrete block. 
with a stone veneer and a flagstone top and rails just to dress it all up like the rest of the house. And then mm-hmm. uh, she wants to put in a pergola in the middle of this large 1,000-square-foot patio. Now, her, her, her grade drops quite a bit towards the backyard. So what, I've, uh, what I'm envisioning is building a continuous retaining wall out of concrete that would actually serve as the footing, create another step because at some points we're 18 inches high above grade. She's got some water issues, so we're going to raise the whole thing a tad anyways. But at the lowest point, it's going to be 18 inches above grade. So we're going to kind of build in a step and do a continuous footing and retaining wall with weep holes and some uh, piping through it in different points. This is a major job. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. One thing to be uh, careful about is if you get above 30 inches above grade, Real. then you have to have a railing. Yeah, yeah. And we're not yeah. there with that, but the actual porch on the back uh, of the house will need that. She wants to put up a metal rail, like an aluminum rail, like the rest of her yard. Um, so, yeah, this is an interesting product, and we're going to fill it with gravel and sand and then put in the flagstone. Does she want to stay there for a while? She was. Yeah, I think she's there for a while. I, I've done some work for her mother and, and quite a few jobs for her mother, and then she's referred me to her. And It so. depends. I've got one of those. Mm-hmm. Hold that uh, thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a break. Okay. It's interesting because learning from you guys, be careful of what you do. Clip preaches this. Because if you want to sell it down the road, I mean, this, this woman might want to stay there. Making your home great, Tim Ferrizzi, HandyHelpers.com. Stephen Clip is with us, WPTF Radio. More making your home great. We're going to do it. We're going to make your home great. WPTF. In the middle of our street, our house. In the middle of our, our house, it has a crowd. There's always a- Making your home great, Tim, the Rock Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. Stephen, the architect, Cliff, with another award he brought in today. We're making your own great. Every Saturday at 2 o'clock, join us with your questions uh, and listening to uh, what these guys are talking about because I know we're stimulating and inducing interest in some of the things that you may want to do with your home. I mean, we're just uh, we're still talking to the project here that uh, uh, Tim just brought in about this uh, all this stuff the woman wants to create in her backyard. I mean... It's a thousand uh, square feet back there. Yeah, well, the uh, the uh, patio, the deck that she's creating, will be ten by sixteen hundred sixty, and another thousand square feet of patio at a lower level. And um, of course, we'd come in with some gravel and sand, and, and make sure we because it's such a large. I thought that the concrete slab idea initially was probably a good idea, but with, when I looked at the flagstone, it was just a sedimentary rock, mm-hmm. and the uh, the mortar that's used it's permeable, and I'm worried about ice and the thing disconnecting from the you know for a sidewalk it's one thing but you start doing a patio that large you need drainage below it and um it seems for such a large area it's just a patio there's no swimming pool or anything back there it's just an outdoor she's got a fountain already a rock fountain so it's just something to kind of enjoy just sitting around out with friends you know i and i've got problems with patios and and large decks Mm -hmm. is because i don't think people use them anymore well, it's so I hot, think, guys. It's a, the summer. Well, people, we have a limited time here. Avoid sun, and so the idea that you're going to sit out in the middle of an open deck yeah, or open yeah, yeah. patio. Well, she's going to have a pergola right in the middle of this thing, which is about 160. Well, explain what feet. that is, because a lot of us don't understand. Well, a pergola what it... is uh, just four col- four columns with uh, some 
uh, trellis type activity. Okay, so top. yeah, I, I yeah. got gotcha. you. She'll right. probably have a vine growing through it eventually. Gotcha. Potted plants. Get wisteria growing up yeah. and over yeah. it. Or. So there's her shade point right there. So she really wants to. Yeah, I understand what Stephen's saying too. I mean, it's just, I mean, maybe as I'm getting old, but I mean, the heat just starts to get to me, man. Well, and in this area, the other thing we have are mosquitoes. So yeah, we don't have them as bad as up north where I'm from. I'll tell you this, or <laughs> as bad as South America. Uh, as my, bad as yeah, Florida. the Zika vine. By the way, it's coming. And now we've got. I just did my national news, as you know. I have those other jobs that uh, CDC now is warning every state now to be prepared. Yeah, oh, but sure. I think, but I think generally we have mosquitoes under control here compared to. Well, the, you know, they're going my neighbors out with the stuff all the time because he's got kids, mm-hmm. small kids, and he's out spraying that thing all the time. I said, "Does it work?" He goes, <laughs> they come back. Just, I mean, I don't know if it works but or not. But. So, but one of the things is, so now I don't think people use decks and use patios nearly as much as they used to. No, we don't. Um, it's too I hot. think that they Lots sit of people inside. want screen porches and, and some. Well, that's why the, I have a landscape architect friend who claims every deck is going to become a screen porch in five years. And if I had the money, Peruzzi would be over there doing that deck right yeah. now. And then no, the screen porch is going to become a sunroom five years after yeah, that. Yeah, and you know what? I'll go with that because the last week has been so phenomenal outside. I actually took my little lunch and sat on my deck. This is the best time of oh, year. Oh, I mean, it was just great. I like to, you know, look Azaleas around. Azaleas blooming. Yeah, we yeah. have some azaleas. In fact, I mean, it was enjoyable. But by, you know, my dad came down, God rest his soul, when he was alive way back when, and it was just so hot. He said, how do you live down here? Even the pools were like bath water. He got out of here pretty quick. I mean, it's just, it, it, you know, we say we're used to it, but I say people, you know, half the time we don't even go out. I mean, the fair is in October and we sweat around here. But uh, I understand exactly what you're saying. I think you're right. But so actually I try and often talk people into smaller decks, smaller, you know, smaller patio areas and figure out, think, what am I going to use this for? And size it for what you expect to use it for. Yeah. That's interesting that every deck will become a screened-in porch, and then five years later a floor. And then they turn around and add another deck. You know, how much would it be <laughs> for the builders really to just do that in the middle? Well, some houses are come with a screened-in porch. You know? Well, it's just you, you think you want one thing. Then you realize, I'm not using the deck, mm-hmm. but I would use it if it had a, a roof on it. And protection from the mosquitoes. But the builders can make that de- determination before they sell anything. I mean, I would think that would be an advantage to have a screen. Well, a lot porch. of people, when you're buying a house, you buy as much as you can. So to add the money for you know, a screen porch, something additional, is just that much more money. And okay. five years down the road, you have the money. Tim, you do so many different things. Let's talk a little bit about some of your other companies. We've been talking about Handy Helpers. You have one of the most successful roofing uh, companies in the area, and that's Highland. I mean, I know you guys yep. are busy. HighlandRoofingNC.com. You can see our photo gallery on there, and we do a lot of residential work, and we're very quality-oriented, as we are with Handy Helpers, so we do a lot of uh, green steps, waterproofing, radiant-type things, uh, ventilation, Hand nailing the entire roof. We do a lot of commercial. Which is important. Explain roofs. the hand nailing uh, to people well, because. It's, it's, uh, it's real simple. Hammer and nail. And it gets it done right. We don't use pneumatic tools on our um, installs of shingles. We do it all by hand. 
And that uh, that's a, that's a quality workmanship that uh, you get from Highland Roofing. That's one of the better roofing companies in the area, and you see that around. That's uh, Tim's company also. And you're in the gutter business now. You had your gutter expert on. He was great, by the yeah, way, your yeah, buddy, the yeah. gutter man. Yeah, he's very experienced with and, gutters. And he knows his stuff. A lot and, of roofing uh, experience as well. So he's, yeah. he's very tied to the water systems as far as drainage. And he's a big help for you personally because he can actually go down and price something, mm-hmm. and he knows what he's doing yeah. too. Yeah. And your other business that you're just starting to, to talk about and getting involved with, wasn't quite ready for the last home show, but to explain we'll that. A, we'll have a booth at this home show on, on Saturday. And by the way, we're doing some raffles uh, for all the booths, again, just like we just did in the downtown show. This particular business is dry-sealed crawl space. So if you have um, uh, moisture issues on your home, which most people do and they don't know it, and usually when they find out it's kind of late, you get dry rot. Uh, anytime you have uh, moisture content above 19 20%, uh, under the house, start twenty twenty one percent is is the area where you got to really be concerned, and wood naturally, like in your home, has eight to ten percent, and and uh, maybe twelve percent in some cases, but and under the house is typically seventeen to nineteen percent, but once it starts hitting twenty twenty one twenty two, it's 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 a disaster. Stephen, uh, my daughter, well, she doesn't live; she's married, but she's gone. But in her bedroom where she was, there was this little enclave like off to it when, and, and there was wood and you can see, and I had to put one of those bags in there to collect moisture. What? Yeah. You know, and it's bags full of water. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm saying to myself, why am I putting a bag? Because my wife said there's a lot of moisture. It must where, be there's a hole up there or something. Where's this at? My daughter's bedroom on, well, on the second floor. Uh-huh. She's got a bedroom there and there's just this little enclave where, mm-hmm. Or she had her dolls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was there when we yeah, bought the yeah. house. Alcove. Where yeah, she's yeah, got. yeah. And, and I could see the wood up there, you know, the, mm-hmm. the frame. Mm-hmm. And and I, I put this moisture bag, and the thing's full of water, so it's working. Somewhere water is – either water's getting in from the roof. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, or – just the there's not enough airflow. Yeah, I think so it, you know, it's the airflow because I had to put a fan in there. Yeah, I think the it's a humidity dew point issue. that uh, just is trapped in that corner. Uh, the other thing you can do is put a dehumidifier. Well, I put a fan, and you're right. The fan, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, this bag is full of water. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, just moving the air will usually help. That's exactly out. what I did. I took a, f- a small fan and I had it pointed it up. But it's amazing when you buy these houses, you don't know. I mean, what is, what's next? Oh, People are cracking up, man. It's no, getting insane. No, that's why you inspect before you buy a house. Well, it was inspected, but, you know, who knows who paid off water. the inspector? We're not smart. You hired the inspector. Uh, well, you know, the agent, that, uh, that we, this lady that we knew, she suggested. I mean, it's all a racket, Fruzzy. I don't know. What do you think? No. We, we can't get into that right inspectors, now. Inspectors, I've been pretty impressed with inspection reports. I think they're pretty thorough most of the time. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think they have to be. So they much, have to be. So much more thorough than they were and yeah. so much more technical than, than they used to I be. I think they have to be. Yeah. Uh, what gets me about them is they go around and tell you every little faucet that drips yeah. and yeah. outlet that doesn't work. Yeah. But they don't point out the whole side of the house is rotted. <laughs> well, do they know that? I mean, I mean, I don't understand. I'm not a you know, I'm not an well, inspector. They, I mean, I don't you know. differentiate you know the the woods from the trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things matter. It doesn't matter if the outlet doesn't work, but it does matter if, as Tim Butte said, you've got 
40% humidity in the crawl space, and you've got real problems. You really so do. So they have to be able to tell you this matters, that doesn't. You know, it's interesting, that business about the moisture thing, that is really important because mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going on. How many people are crawling around their crawl I've had space? a couple customers that are, are hardcore where they would go into their house once a year. <laughs> but that's oh, rare. Man. That's All rare. Right. Guys, we're getting close to wrapping it up. Tim, how do they get a hold of you at HandyHelpers.com? Uh, HandyHelpers.com, H-A-N-D-Y, Helpers.com with an S. And uh, also you can call us at 919-676-5969. Mr. Clip, how do we get a hold of you? And, your, and by the way, Stephen Clip, folks, and, and Tim, of course, is one of the best. Mr. Clip. Well, the easiest way is just Google Stephen Clip, C-L-I-P-P, and you'll find all sorts of stuff on me, 919-929-7838. We're heading out to the craft. Uh, we're going to do craft beer radio from the World Beer Festival coming up next. WPTF, making your home great. Have a good afternoon. Stay with us. We're drinking beer soon. <laughs>